If you would, open up your Bibles to Matthew chapter 14. We'll be uh, reading from verses 13 through 21. If you don't have a Bible and you'd like one, I'll get you one for free. Just let me know. Just like we gave the second graders their Bible. As soon as Jesus heard the news, he left in a boat to a remote area to be alone. But the crowds heard where he was headed and followed on foot from many towns. Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat, and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. That evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, That isn't necessary. You feed them. But uh, we, we only have five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here, he said. Then he told the people to sit down on the grass. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven and blessed them. Then, breaking the loaves into pieces, he gave the bread to the disciples who distributed it to the people. They all ate as much as they wanted. And afterward, the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftovers. About 5,000 men were fed that day, in addition to all the women and children. The word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts, all of our souls, and all of our minds, may they be truly and utterly faithful to your word, O Lord our God, our rock, and our redeemer. And we pray today that your spirit would guide and direct us in your call on our lives. Help us. Help us to see the needs around us. Help us to see how you are calling each and everyone to be used to your glory. Help us as your people to feed those around us and not just expect to be continually fed by you. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jesus had just heard the news that his cousin John was beheaded by Herod. He had just heard that uh, he had been killed. John's disciples came to Jesus, let him know this. And, and this is where we pick up here in Matthew 14. Uh, and it says, as soon as Jesus heard the news, the news about his cousin John being beheaded, John the Baptist, the one that went out into the wilderness and proclaimed, uh, prepare the way for the Lord, the one that had baptized Jesus, uh, the one uh, who Jesus uh, knew growing up, uh, the one that uh, was the precursor to the Messiah, he hears the news that his cousin cousin, his cousin John had been beheaded. And so as soon as he heard this, he left in a boat to a remote area to be alone. It, it's interesting to me that 
uh, Jesus, God, um, felt the need to go and be alone after hearing such hard news about his loved one. Uh, we know that Jesus had all the same emotions that we did, although he didn't sin. We know that Jesus uh, grieved uh, when Lazarus uh, uh, died. Remember uh, that, that famous passage, Jesus wept there. Uh, and, and just like us, when we have bad things happen in our life, Jesus went to be alone. Of course, Jesus went to be alone uh, many, many times throughout ministry. Uh, and anytime Jesus went to be alone, look for a miracle that's going to happen. In, in fact, this is a alone sandwich that we're about to get here. Jesus is alone now, and he leaves right after the feeding of 5,000 to do what? To be alone again. Of course, Jesus is never fully alone because God was fully with Jesus throughout all of his life. And even though we may feel lost or alone, God is there with us, not in the same way as with Jesus, but God is always there. Even if we can't see it or feel it or know it, I'm here to tell you that God is always with you no matter what you are going through. And sometimes we just need a little peace and quiet to calm our head. But Jesus went out into ministry, rather. He didn't let it uh, take him down into a spiral, which sometimes we can do uh, to lead into depression or whatever else. Uh, uh, but uh, find someone, if you're going through a hard time, to help you through it. Find someone to help you make it in those difficult times. Because guess what, folks? All of us, no matter who we are, even Jesus had hard times that they had to live through uh, for that. Uh, and, and so Jesus uh, saw the huge crowds as he stepped from the boat, and it says he had compassion on them and healed all of their sick. You can imagine why all of them were coming to meet Jesus because he was healing the brokenness. He was healing their hurt. He was meeting them wherever they were, no matter what was going on, their sickness, their disease, no matter uh, if they were considered an outcast or, or lost or alone. Jesus met them where they were and he healed all of their sick. And he's here to heal all of us from our sinfulness and our brokenness as well. It's always available to every single one of us. And I love that little sentence there, he had compassion on them. Doesn't that make you feel good that God loves you so much and no matter what you're going through, he hurts when you hurt. What a love that God has for us. Well, as he's doing all the healing, the time starts ticking away. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. It starts to get late. They're in a deserted place. They're, they're way far away from all of the Taco Bells and the Waffle Houses uh, and, and the Walmarts and the Winn-Dixies where they can get food for themselves. And the disciples start getting worried. They start getting worried that they're going to have to do something for this crowd uh, that is there. He says, that evening the disciples came to him and said, this is a remote place, it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. 
And here Jesus throws a little wrench into their plan. He, they figured, well, they'll just push them off. We'll go away. We'll sit down. We'll eat. We'll, we'll take care of our own needs and our own wants. And Jesus says to them, that's not necessary. You feed them. You feed them. You feed them, he says. Uh, and and I, can, I, can, I can just see the look on the disciples' face. It's kind of like the same look that we get whenever someone says, who'd like to pray? <laughs> who'd like to come up and be prayed for? <laughs> the same thing. We, you know, we, we, Jesus says, you feed them. Uh, and the disciples are like, but, 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 but. That's not my job. That's your job, Jesus. You're the one who comes to heal these people. You're the one who meets their needs. And you know what? We, but, but Jesus, we don't have anything to give them. We only have five loaves of bread and two fish. And in this story, not even a little boy to bring it to them. If you know anything about these stories, in one of the Gospels, it tells us there was a little boy who was the one that gave the five loaves and the two fish. Can you imagine being a child who's willing to give their lunch for everybody else? Uh, we're gonna do a little quiz here. Everybody who thinks that the little boy was in the Gospel of Mark, the best gospel, raise your hand. Everybody who thinks the little boy was in Luke, raise your hand. Everybody who thinks it was in the gospel of Sioni, raise your hand. There's a couple, I think it was in there. Uh, those of you who think it was in the gospel of John, raise your hand. Jump up and down and clap your hands because that's the one that it's in. Uh, yay, see it's the little kids. They got it right. Uh, and they looked around and what did they see? They saw they didn't have the resources to meet the needs. But yet Jesus said, you do. And let me show you. In the Gospel of Luke, he has them get down into little small groups of 50 people. He has them sit down. And of course, the men are going to be sitting someplace over here uh, watching the football game. And the women and children are going to be over here in the other room eating. That's how they ate back then. We kind of do that today too don't we sometimes uh, not uh, for, for social reasons just because some people don't like football uh, and, and uh, the disciples took those five loaves those two fish and what did they do they fed 5,000 men who probably ate like Sioni and all the women and children that went along with them on their mission trip what he did, Jesus did, he said, let me show you how to do this. He showed the disciples what to do. The disciples did it. And there was more than enough to handle all their needs. It's the same thing with the church. 
We sometimes look at our lack of resources when God has given us everything we need to meet the needs of the community around us, to go and and feed those who are hungry or hurting, to heal those who are hurting and, and, and hopeless, to visit those in the hospitals, to visit those in the shut ins, to go and help with the youth, to go and teach Sunday school, to go and take care of the needs of the building, to do all of those sort of things. Uh, And all we have to do is say, yes. Yes, Jesus, I will feed them. Because God will use the gifts that you have been given to meet the needs of the world. That's why we are here as the church. We are to be the people who go and feed. Now, spiritual, physical, mental, whatever it is, we are there to be the body of Christ for a broken, hurting world. And God gives us what we need. And he tells us, you feed them. And many times, what do we say? Well, we pay those dudes to do that. Guess what, folks? Jesus is saying, you, it's your job. Not just ours. You feed them. Let us pray. God, we feel like it's not our job but it is. You've called every one of us to be a minister of the gospel and bring good news. Show us how we can meet the needs of those around us, how you've given us the gifts, how you've taken us from the fire so that we can help those who are walking through it. God, even though the body is broken, may it be one in Christ and one in ministry to all the world until you come again. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.